Right on time. Right on time. Right on time. The whole gag's back together. We're here right on time. Today on Five Live, home prices starting to come down in America, but is it the same in Southern California? Might be time to call up those shrimp pampas. And the mayor, boy wonder Eric Garcetti, was on hand at the unveiling of his latest project, a new coat of paint for the Hollywood sign. Are we slow jamming to off-white, eggshell, bone, pewter? Stick around, we'll find out. And a $38 million Powerball ticket remains unclaimed in SoCal at this hour. And as we move towards its expiration, the only solace I have is that at least by then, I'll stop wondering if it was me who purchased it in a late night liquor store run <laughs> and subsequently lost it to my wild nights. Mm. Wow. And what motivated a woman to put on a Victorian dress, grab a pickaxe, march to her neighbor's house and break all of his front windows? It's the closest thing to a Carrie Underwood concert you're gonna get on our show. <laughs> and uh, I'm back, guys. So. He's back! Yay! Yay! It is October 26, 2022. Five Live starts right, look over there. It starts right now. From the Glen Walker Studios in Hollywood, California, not 20 minutes late, it's KTLA 5 Live. Thanks for joining us. Happy Wednesday. The whole gang's here. I'm Andy Reesmeyer. You can find me on the internet at AndyKTLA. And you can find me at KTLA Sam. My name is Samantha Cortese, and you can find me on Instagram at, oh no, on Twitter at Samantha Cortese. Hi, Bobby. Hi. I'm so happy to be back in this chair. I'm Bobby Gonzalez. You oh, can yeah. follow me on Instagram <laughs> at Sounds Like Bobby. Uh, you can follow all of us at KTLA Five Live as well. Uh, we haven't posted much there yet lately because I've been in a uh, panicky stupor because uh, Robert's gig. It's very hard sometimes, yeah. but he's back and better than ever, feeling refreshed Yay. and on the ones and twos. Hey, Rob. What's up, guys? Yeah, and a little uh, 10, pound he 10 pounds heavier, that's for sure. Robert Puente, oh I just robbed the COVID, 101. The COVID yeah. 10. The COVID, the COVID 10. 10, that's true, yeah. yeah. I weighed myself before Italy, and I weighed myself upon returning, and I, I weighed 10 extra pounds. And then what about um, after you don't, COVID? You don't look a pound over 60, my no. friend. <laughs> thank, <laughs> you, <sir. laughs> thank you, thank you. Um, after COVID, I have no idea. I've been, I haven't dared to look. Did you lose um, weight, do you think? No, I don't think so. You don't no. think so? I think I a lot of people. Everyone does. I lost Because why? Yeah. You're just sick and you can't really eat, enjoy food. And yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. great. Yeah. Did you well, lose your smell and taste? I did not. I tasted oh, everything you. and smelled everything. My, my farts were amazing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I am joking. But uh, yes, guys, the COVID was not fun, but Italy was a blast. I have some photos coming up for you later on our show. Um, and I'm glad we front-loaded our uh, break. Yeah, uh, I was just so going to say. We, we just, you know. We'll just yeah, barrel on we through for the next 45 minutes. We don't have to take any breaks for the rest of the show. Just a power hour of five live. Uh, we talked about this last year, uh, RSV, because when people were getting COVID, it's kind of an upper respiratory thing. People thought, oh, gosh, is this COVID? Is it not? Right. But now, and I know Casey Montoya had it last year and said mm -hmm. it was awful. Way worse than COVID. Way worse than COVID. But in our first story today, pediatric beds at hospitals across the country and here in Southern California are filling up at an alarming rate. Many of the children have a virus called RSV. It typically results in mild cold-like symptoms for healthy people, but for children under two and people with compromised immune systems, this can cause se severe illness. Children's Hospital Los Angeles says seeing a surge of RSV cases is unseasonable for this time of year. And an ER doctor at Children's Health of Orange County Mission Hospital says they've done a flood, seen a flood of patients coming in with RSV. The U.S. Department of Health and Human Services says around three quarters of pediatric beds are now full nationwide in hospitals. We're learning new details on the death of actor Leslie Jordan. TMZ reported he was driving to the set of his series Call Me Cat when he likely suffered a medical issue before veering off the road in Hollywood on Monday. His castmates were concerned when he was late before eventually, of course, learning about the accident. 
TMZ also reported the 67-year-old had been complaining of shortness of breath in recent weeks and had even scheduled an upcoming appointment with a cardiologist to get a checkup. According to other reports, Jordan had no pulse, was not breathing when paramedics arrived on the scene. Production of Call Me Cat since has been paused to mourn Jordan's death. Uh, really, really sad story, and I know a lot of people obviously, um, you know, impacted by him. It's a very local story. A lot of right. people really very sad about that. Absolutely. I, I love his little Instagram shorts. I don't know if you guys ever saw his Instagram shorts, but he was just so mm -hmm. full of life, so full of energy. Yeah. And uh, just for, for a man being older, I would watch it and I'd get like, oh, I guess I should be a little more uppity, because like, it's just, sometimes you're just down and stuff. He, he really brought, uh, brought, brought, brought light into the world, and it's so sad yeah. uh, to, to hear about this. So, yeah. I saw other comedians saying that they were thankful that the pandemic was able to showcase his humor to more people. Yeah, yeah. And with social media, I guess a new generation wouldn't necessarily know. Do you know he had five million followers wow. on Instagram? Good for him. Yeah. You got to think, like, especially, I mean, anybody to have five million followers is crazy, but especially an actor who, you know, really has, has just steadily worked as a character actor forever, and then, you know, at 67, I don't know a lot of 67-year-olds with five million followers on, yep. on it. That's amazing. Yep. A woman is seen on security video suddenly smashing out the windows of a home in Pasadena. The woman was armed with a pickaxe and she's seen walking up to the front door, smashing all the family's windows. Family members say a baby was inside just inches away from that broken glass. KTLA's John Finolio reports. Terror and confusion as a woman wielding a pickaxe smashes the windows of a Pasadena home with a baby and grandmother inside. I feel like we lost our safe place. Homeowner Armand Chukadorian says his mother-in-law was babysitting his six-week-old daughter Monday afternoon, the infant sleeping in the bassinet near the front window. If my mother-in-law didn't act as fast as she did, my daughter wouldn't be here. His mother-in-law grabbed the baby before the window was shattered, the attacker returning several times over the course of a few minutes to wreak havoc on the home located on the 1700 block of Asbury Drive. She broke one window, went back. My mother-in-law came out screaming, yelling, hitting the doorbell to get my attention. <laughs> You can see the assailant marching back up the driveway. The pickaxe swung over her shoulder. After smashing more windows, she shouts an ominous warning. I'll be back! Get out! Pasadena police later arrested 65-year-old Beverly Baker at her home on the 1600 block of Casa Grande Street, just a few blocks over. Investigators say she may have been suffering from mental illness, though that is not confirmed. Police found her nonchalant walking with a pickaxe on her back like she just finished working with it. Police claim she refused to surrender for about a half hour before eventually being taken into custody unharmed. Cold comfort for this father who says his family is traumatized by the ordeal. She needs to be in the right place getting the right help. That's not any excuse to go attack someone's family, attack someone's newborn, and ruin their dream home and ruin their life and their sanity. John Finolio, KTLA but, 5 News. Whoa. What a insane story. John Poor Finolio family. reporting. I yeah. know. And uh, I think, you know, yeah. you look online also and see a lot of people commenting, like, all kinds of theories for, like, why she did it or what the well, story was. These 
She was allegedly Halloween a neighbor. Halloween mazes are getting lived in, intense. Lived in, in Pasadena? <laughs> yeah. She lived, oh, wow. That was a good one, Bobby. That was a good one. I missed it, what did you oh, say? I just whispered it under my breath because it wasn't very funny. What was I it? I just said that these Halloween mazes are getting pretty intense. <laughs> I know, I was, I was trying to think of a way that in the tease, I was trying to figure out like, how can I set this up where it's like, and it's not the latest Halloween horror night. Mm. But, it, but No, it's very Carrie Underwood though. Like, it's like, was someone cheating? And is that is that what she's getting? Uh, pretty trying little to collect her retribution Pasadena four bedroom house. Yeah. Craftsman, yeah. Wow. Well, as the potential for a recession looms, so does the possibility for layoffs. Experts say remote workers could be the first to go. In a survey by Beautiful.ai, 60% of managers said that those still working from home would probably be let go. The decision comes down to something called workplace proximity bias. Bosses will likely get rid of people they don't see working in the office daily. Many remote workers say that they're worried, but some analysts say it's too soon to know whether the brunt of any of the layoffs would fall on them. Uh, Laz did this story, he wrote a whole uh, um, column about it that's on the website right now, and he was saying, you know, it's really crazy because productivity for the most part, even during the pandemic, didn't change. So mm -hmm. if you're firing people who are remote just because you can't see them around you, that right really is a pretty stupid stupid decision because a lot of times, you know, their productivity is not tied to whether or not they're actually in the office. And sometimes worker or bosses just like to walk around and see workers sitting in their cubicle working, even if they're not doing anything, because it makes them feel like, well, ooh, yeah, my people are working. But it's also more personable. It's like you're around the people and you're like, well, I see Andrew's face every day. If I let him go, it'll be like, it'll hurt me more as opposed to, you know, yeah, out of you know it's like social there, media, you know? right? right? Like you feel mm. comfortable saying mean things to somebody behind a screen that yes. you don't have to see or confront. Like, if you're that boss and you have to let someone go that you don't have to see and confront uh -huh. versus somebody you see every day and say hello to when you walk to your yeah. desk. It hurts a little less. A million years ago, I worked on a show called Dweebcast and we, we were the only you? show in the, we were the only show in the <laughs> studio that, I think every single time I say it, you make suggestions. I know. But <laughs> it's, it's still funny. It's still funny. It's still funny. <laughs> so, but, but we were we were always away. Like we were always a remote, production where like all the other shows were all in the main building yeah. in Aura, uh, at Aura TV. And, and you were the we first were, to go. We were, oh, and wow. truly they like, and I swear that it was because Brutal. they were like, oh, they still, they're still doing that show? And they guys, I think this is just why I, I say. <laughs> I think we all I mean, need we to were not on the air say, for twenty minutes. This is why I always say we we got to show face as much as possible. One day a week at least, <laughs> we gotta come in. But I get less work done when I come in here. Yeah, because everyone because wants I want to like talk to everybody. Yeah, so, yeah. Well, although home prices are still high, they're cooling down at the fastest pace on record. A key metric by Case Schiller says. Home prices in the United States. Who's, he? <laughs> Who's Case Schiller? You all know, right? <laughs> Who's Case Schiller? Case Schiller. Case Schiller. Sounds like a cop drama yeah, character. Yeah, yeah. Case Schiller on the case. Very good. On the case with Case Schiller. <laughs> I'll keep going. Please. Don't stop. <laughs> Please. I tried to tell. No, no, wait. He's got oh, more. Sorry. Dramatic, <laughs> thrilling, shilling. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. A new it. episode tonight on Fox. Oh, yeah, 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 definitely on Fox. We wouldn't carry that. It's a prime time. We wouldn't carry that. We don't have the rights to no, that. Unless no, unless it was, if it was, you can't even show the Clippers game on streaming. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you live outside the viewing yeah, area oh, on sorry. the internet? Good luck <laughs> about it. We'll just show you this weird message that looks like a computer wrote it that says, uh, you can't watch for now. Yeah. <laughs> Come back later. Yeah. <laughs> Uninstall and reinstall your app. <laughs> Anyway, oh, sorry, Sam. Okay, in the United States, um, oh, 
Home prices. Case Schiller says home prices in the U.S. dipped more than 2.6% between July and August. That's the largest drop in the history of the index. It also says home prices peaked in the spring and have been declining slightly ever since. An economist at Realtor.com says high interest rates are to blame because they're keeping first-time homebuyers from purchasing. That's news across the country, but in Southern California, prices have dropped a bit, mostly in Orange County and whatever Andy tried to write with that. <laughs> Inland Empire. Insulinada. What? I was trying to get her. You know, I thought we were going to start the show. You didn't even try to write Empire because I knew what it was. There's. Oh. I figured you could probably, by context, figure out Orange County and Insulinada. 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 It's 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 just 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 past. Can we see San Diego? Is there a way to see that? Insulinada. The best fish tacos there. Insulinada. Let me just say this. I was rushing because I thought we were going to go on air at 3.56. As we're supposed to. But if I knew we were going to have full 30 minutes to just sit around and wait. Okay, well, according to Redfin, LA County still saw about a 3% increase compared to this month last year. Total number of homes sold down. Last year, 2,600 homes sold in September. This year, only about 1,800. Robert, I saw your memes about this on your Instagram account this week. Good memes? Good memes. (laughs) Makes you feel some kind of way, though. Well, no one's buying homes right now. No one's gonna suffer though that that, that impossible interest rate. interest rate. Yeah, and then people who locked in rates in 2021 sitting like a like a king over there. You know. I so. saw. An- I assure you. No. no. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> I saw um, a real estate agent on a national news station talking about. She she says usually I the realtors who go on TV are not going to tell you do nothing. They're going to tell you either buy or sell mm-hmm. because it doesn't do anything for the real estate agent to tell you to do nothing. But and she right said, now, but right now, no matter what, if, you, if you're trying to sell, if you're trying to buy, don't. Just do nothing. If you can do nothing, do nothing. I was like, ooh. But it depends great. on where you live too, though. Does you it? I, absolutely. I mean, in LA County, it's still, prices are still going up. So I think that we saw this but also you're really, but in you're, 2008. Paying eight percent. Yeah. Oh, if you're gonna buy a new, if you're gonna buy another property. Sure. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, and also, I think the thinking is like they're not gonna be eight percent APR for, or you know, for not APR, eight percent uh, interest, interest forever. Yeah. Like you can refinance in a couple of years. Yeah, but what, you, they, they, they also say like, who knows when? Like, when are you gonna refinance? Like, wh- probably what, in the know? next thirty years, it won't be. <laughs> You know, and that's I think a big thing about that. And like, they were all so excited to get everybody to lock in these low rates because obviously they wanted to write loans and stuff like that. And sure, if you got it, that's great. But one of the arguments is, is it, it was artificially low, right? It was it was purposely created that way in order to create an influx of money into the, the economy. Mm-hmm. And so they said like the the appropriate interest rate should be around five percent. It, it will never be again at two point whatever percent. Maybe not. You know, but uh, the appropriate rate w- would would land around five percent to actually create some equality there and level the playing 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 field. Mm-hmm. So that's the best you could hope for. They'll get you, you somewhere. Never, They're gonna never get you somewhere, no matter what. Two percent. Because know, uh, right, it's the same kind of thing where like you know if you have interest rates that are really super high it it makes the prices of the homes a lot lower so even in like the 90s when there were i think the interest rate at my parents house they bought in 1999 was like was something like that yeah, yeah. like yeah. which was crazy but the home was a hundred and thirty thousand right. dollars it was like a five-bedroom house so again but across 30 years that house probably is actually you well, know now especially whatever it is, you, know, the, you know yeah we've pushed out the middle class again right because the people who are barely struggling to consider buying a home aren't going to do it right now Mm-mm. But all the inventory will go to the people who can still afford to. Let like forget the people who are going to put cash down on a house and forget the interest rate altogether. They'll take advantage of lower home prices and just buy them up, invest, and that's absolutely phasing out middle class. It's frustrating. 
Even in places in like Detroit, like there was like a plot of land. I was reading on Reddit, Reddit the most, re most reputable uh, social media site. Yeah. Um, $125,000 for like this, this this crap hole, this lead, <laughs> this lead poison box. Yeah. You pay $500,000. Yeah, you're talking yeah. about? Yeah. <laughs> half a million, half a million now, instead of what it was $100,000 in 2021. I know. Like that. Wow. It's crazy. It's insane. It's unsustainable. Yeah. I think for especially places where you saw like, 5,000% increases in value that that cannot sustain itself. Right. It's gonna come back down. But even in LA, when the market crashed in 2008, it was a very short-lived uh, depression of prices and then it just shot right back up. And obviously now it's it's even more so, but. We'll I know, see. I have family who's in the mortgage business and they're like, um, excuse me, you're telling people not to buy homes? <laughs> Look, where you live, where you're watching, it's not the same as here in Los Angeles. So um, maybe the middle class hasn't been phased out in other parts of the country, but. I, it's just there's no inventory, even, even with this. I and mean, you can think you saw uh, 2,600 homes sold in the month of September of 2021. Right. This year, it was something like 1,800 in yeah. September, which is like a 30% drop. And they were saying, you know, already we've had this like, and even if you look, it's not like there's a ton of inventory either. It's not like there's just no. all of a sudden, we just people just aren't, aren't buying and selling houses like they used to be. So I don't know. Hollywood sign though, shining bright today with a fresh coat of paint. The new paint job is part of the iconic signs renovation. Maybe they'll fix the spelling. The crew of local painters climbed the 45-foot letters. Ramswos. <laughs> to pressure wash <laughs> and apply 400 gallons of paint and primer to make over the sign. Wow. The work took a little more than a month to complete. LA Mayor Eric Garcetti was on hand to check out the painter's handiwork. Finally, this most iconic sign that we have in this city uh, has never looked better. And it's got a new, new coat of paint to celebrate 100 years of inspiring people, of you know, introducing them to our city, and truly being the, the crown on top of the City of Angels. Why, why, why is he so <laughs> charming to you now? I can see it. He's just real sweet. Oh man, it does actually look better. It looks better. Yeah. I, you still you still look up at it and you, I mean you can't go to any of the areas where you can see it because they shut off all the streets you know they shut down the streets but it, it does look very clean it will be nice like when you wash a car in Los Angeles for three days and then three <laughs> days it's gonna look like trash again the refresh was done ahead of the Hollywood sign celebrating its 100th anniversary next year the sign trust says that they usually do these touch-ups every 10 years so there you go we're only one month into fall, but mountain resorts are already planning for winter. The first snow-making test of the season is underway at Snow Valley Mountain Resort. This winter, SoCal residents can hit the slopes for free if they work at the resort. Hmm. There's a hiring event planned this weekend for hundreds of seasonal positions, including ski and snowboard instructors, lift operators, and mechanics. And now we can talk about buying homes if we win the Powerball. Apparently, the jackpot now stands at $700 million after nobody matched all six numbers in Monday's drawing. That number makes it the fifth largest jackpot in the game's history. The lump sum option is worth $335.7 million. Not bad. The next drawing is tonight, but time is quickly running out for Bobby. Mm. I know, got more ways than one. <laughs> this, is gonna, this is gonna hasten your demise. Bobby, why don't you tell us about it? Time is running out for the person who bought a winning Super Lotto oh, ticket sorry. worth $38 million to claim their prize. That winning ticket was purchased at a 7-Eleven in San Diego for the April 30th drawing. The winning numbers are 3, 15, 21, 35, 46, and mega number 18. Super Lotto Plus winners have 180 days from the date of the drawing to claim their prize. If no one comes forward by Friday, the cash prize worth $23 million oh, will go to public schools in California. There you go. <laughs> well, 
can't I have that. Can't. <laughs> now, yeah, now you're somebody now, come now, forward. Yeah, now you're an a-hole if you do come forward. Yeah. I know. Right. Taking, that's right. <laughs> taking the that's money exactly away from right. the children. Yeah. Oh, like, Haven't uh, you seen our test yeah. scores? They're yeah. awful. Jeez. Jeez, Louise. Oh, it's time. Referee controversy <laughs> from C to signing C. It's the big daily sportsman. <laughs> All right, I do want your guys' opinion on this one. Uh, NFL is now saying that this controversy is nothing to look at, right? The NFL squashing a referee controversy involving what appeared to be an autograph request. Look right here. Annabelle released a statement saying referees Jeff Lamberth and Trip Sutter were not asking Buccaneers captain Mike Evans for an autograph following Sunday's game between the Bucks and Panthers. Video of the moment sparked debate as well as an NFL investigation because officials are, of course, not allowed to be asking for autographs. The NFL says this incident captured on video was merely a golf-related phone number exchange. What? That's worse. Is that what this looks like? No, I, I don't think that's worse, but is that really, is that what this looks like? Like a golf-related phone number exchange in the sense that like, hey, let's go play golf together next week? Sure. Let's fraternize I, with the people I, we're I, supposed to be referring ring? I don't think so. What a bizarre excuse, though, if that, I know. if that is yeah. not, if it was like an autograph and they're just trying to cover it Oh, no, it up. we're just bros. No, we're just like, we don't want his autograph. I don't. See, see what are they doing? No, what we're are just, they doing? we were just getting his gamer tag. We're going to play Call of Duty later. <laughs> <laughs> is Evans very good? I mean, the Box and Panthers game was okay, but I don't Like, know. what would be preferable? Like, like what? what's the value of his autograph over, like, another? Like, why would they, like. I mean, I don't know. Maybe they're just getting know? his autograph for the. No, they're getting his autograph so they can sell it on. That fan duel website or whatever. Oh, maybe they have like, a better. young yeah. a young buck in their family that is a fan of his or something, and they're right. doing him a favor. I, I also think, I don't think it's. Having it's a deal, I agree with you. It's not a big is deal, it? but this I, is this the balloon you've been talking about? Yeah. Oh yes. Yeah. It's what is that doing? I got you. Okay. I got All it. right then. We have a balloon in the scooter. 99 red balloons. What is 99 red loft balloons. This is so creepy. That this has just been floating. It's probably an OTC thing. Yeah, Bobby. Ah! Don't, the lights! The lights! The hot lights! The lights! Okay, Robert, the hot lights. about your trip to Italy? Oh, fine. Yeah, it's just I just got some photos here. This is me at uh, um, Austria della Fortuna. In the beginning uh, there, I just uh, with some amazing pasta al dente. Um, ah, I love that really place. Good. This is uh, Venice, I believe. Uh, one of the piazzas. Um, gorgeous mm. place. I absolutely love Venice. And then Pisa here with everyone doing little 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 posing oh, there. Great. Absolutely love Pisa. I would recommend it to anybody um, if you have the time. I love Pisa too. Uh, again, Austria yeah. the Fortuna, just the, with the lady making up uh, the pasta here. Did you? Was she sitting at your table? She was she sitting by my table. Uh, so this this mm. duck right here that you guys just passed, uh, this was in Venice, oh. and I found this place by literally yelping like best place to eat, and uh, I came across this place, and I know it's I know Granville it's Cafe. <laughs> <laughs> and not only do they give you a free stuff, they give you like a free dessert, free wine while you wait. Um, doesn't sound like a no, they didn't. trap at all. No, they didn't. You just walked out yeah. without paying. <laughs> you know you better than that. Hey! What's up, bro? Montago. Best calamari I've ever had. Uh, it was incredible. I'm trying to find my Italy music here, but oh well. Oh, um, wow. Uh, the Colosseum, the Colosseum was okay. Oh, the uh, enjoyed it. The Vatican, it okay. absolutely amazing. They didn't get to see the St. Peter's uh, Basilica. Basilica because the, you could see yeah, the line. The line is Can huge. you guys see the line there? Oh, yeah. That's crazy. That's like, that's like Thanksgiving. That's longer. Italy, that's longer than when I was there, and I thought 
it was long then. You yeah, needed so that to go like we bailed 6 a.m. or whatever. It was like 3 in the afternoon on a Saturday, so <laughs> it was super, super bad. Uh, yeah, that's me holding up the tower, of course. I had to do it. it Maybe really you should worry less about holding up the tower and more about pulling down your shirt. <laughs> <laughs> this guy sings to me, but apparently you can't hear Who's that sitting it? across from you? Smiling right there with the face? Yeah, yeah who is that? <laughs> who is that? Yeah. Who was that? That's Leo right there. Uh, yeah, we just enjoyed the music of that uh, nice that? Italian man. Le Leo da Vinci? Leo, Leo, Leo da Vinci, yes. <laughs> no, um, uh, my, my friend that I went with, uh, Leo. My uh, friend. My, my friend ex, I, I went with. What was yes. that last building that you showed there, the big dome looking So thing. was that a cathedral next to the Tower uh, of Pisa? Yeah, let me see if we can get Did you play that guy? There you yes. go. Yeah, this yeah. is right by the Tower of Pisa. Uh -huh. um, and if you look in the side right there, that's actually an old, that building behind that uh, little ca like cathedral. Like the fortress? That one's even older than both the tower and uh, the cathedral. So that, uh -huh. that, that little thing's really, really old. Uh, <laughs> yeah, really old. Cool. So, some history there. <laughs> and um, then next you're on the... The Venice Canal. Canal. Let's see if this audio works on this one here. This is in Vegas? <laughs> Ciao. 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 <laughs> yeah, so uh, absolutely, <laughs> Venice was one of my favorite ones, guys. I, I, you have to go there sometime if you're ever there. I know, I need Venice to go. Venice was absolutely beautiful. You it's worth going no. up north. It's totally worth the it. The sinking just, city. It's almost fake. It's almost hurry. like a, it's like a cliche of like of a city, but it's like right. so beautiful and like it's, it's like if you walked into a back lot, it's it's insane. Uh, no cars. Um, and it, the 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 gondolas, sorry, the gondolas cost yeah. eighty euros. Um, totally oh my god! Worth it. 80 euros for 30 minutes, but it was totally worth it. Um, yeah, I had a really, really good time. Uh, if you guys want to see more posts, you can follow me on Wait, Instagram. Wait, let's I finish out your video! I did, it was really, really short. That, that was the end of it. Um, yeah. What? You want us to those, see you those in the next the only, photo? Those are the only photos he's allowed to show on Yeah, yeah, yeah. So after this, Ciao. it's just this, uh, this building here that I believe was also in Venice. Um, cool. Yeah. But I didn't get to see, um, I didn't get to go to uh, Florence. You, yeah, you suggested you would I love Florence. It. Yeah. I would love it, yes. I, I want to do Lake Como, I want to do uh, Calabria, I believe it's yeah. called. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, and then the Amalfi Coast. An entire yeah. region, yeah. Yes, yeah. yes. <laughs> I believe it's called, I believe it's called. Yeah. Oh, I'm so jealous, Robert. Yeah, I, I, I had a beautiful. blast. I, I can't really compare the two between Paris and, uh, and Italy. I was trying to compare the whole trip, yeah. and I was like, there's just no comparison. It's no. Just, they're just so they're different. They're entirely. I fell in love with the city of Paris, and I think I fell in love with the country of Italy. Like, ah. it's just like, it's just two different things, and it was absolutely gorgeous. That's so sweet. So, yeah. Well, I'm so happy you went to at least one of my suggestions, Osteria de Fortuna. Yeah, 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 totally. Yeah. And we're happy you're back also. Yes, and healthy again. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm absolutely healthy upon returning. I caught COVID. I'm sure you guys already know well, that. Well, he's healthy like from COVID. You. Everything else is still ailing. Still the same. Yeah. Yeah. Why, why are you holding that over there, Bobby? Uh, I was going to do something <laughs> creepy that you ruined, and now I'm realizing I don't know if I'm bleeding or if the balloon is... <laughs> oh, Bobby! Or if the balloon is, like, leaking. leaking? Why would the balloon be leaking? Are why you? would I be bleeding? I don't know. <laughs> I guess it's a you need to let go of that. I think there was some I think there's fake blood on the string. Oh. I think it's like, oh, I anyway, jokes on me. And in Venice, by the it's, way, they're actually known for uh, glass blowing, and so I bought a glass balloon. And that's that just what made me think of that. And, and it's I a red just, balloon? I have it hanging in my room, yes, everyone floats, um, so I have it hanging there. Oh, it's no. pretty cool. You guys, that's a reference to the movie. It, um, yes, yes. <laughs> I'm so <laughs> disturbed by what's happening. Do you don't, you don't have, have any on your hands no. from touching it? No. 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 I mean real blood. I've got I've got real blood. Hey, we're gonna keep going here. Yeah, let's do it. Hit it, Robert. McDonald's presents This Gay in History. October is LGBTQ plus history month and we're celebrating by honoring the achievements of gay icons throughout history. Icons like Billie Jean King. 
Billie Jean King is often regarded as one of the greatest tennis players of all time. She was the winner of 39 major titles and a trailblazer in sports and also gender equality for five decades. By 1966, King was ranked number one in the world in women's tennis, a ranking she would hold for another five years. Off the court, Billie Jean was a strong advocate for gender equality, campaigning for equal prize money in men's and women's competitions. Her efforts eventually led to her becoming the first female athlete to earn more than $100,000 in prize money. King's campaign for pay equality gained a worldwide audience of over 90 million when she battled tennis player and self-proclaimed chauvinist Bobby Riggs in the Battle of the Sexes. Riggs claimed the women's game was inferior to men's and King accepted his challenge to prove him wrong. She went on to win the contest with no tennis match before or since having been seen by so many. While Billie Jean kept her true sexuality concealed for many years, in 1981, she became the first prominent female professional athlete to come out. In 2014, she founded the Billie Jean King Leadership Initiative, a nonprofit dedicated to addressing the critical issues required to achieve diverse, inclusive leadership in the workplace. Today, Billie Jean King resides in New York City and Chicago with her wife and former doubles partner, Ilana Kloss. She continues to use her platform to promote equality in all forms, and that is why Billie Jean King is today's This Gay in History, brought to you by our friends at McDonald's. All right, Robert, gotta know, did you catch up on House of the Dragon when you were away? Okay, (laughs) I did not, but I I finished it. I actually, I I caught the leaked episode. I was a little bad boy. Um, I had to do it. But what I did watch, it's coming up in uh, in today's show, I believe in the next story. I did watch Jeffrey Dahmer while I was in Italy. Oh, and it was very fun. It It was very fun watching it. I was like in Italy. Oh, yes, that's how I would describe watching the Jeffrey Dahmer. Fun. Very fun. A lighthearted romp. I also watched Bullet Train while on the train oh, in cool. Italy. That's and a fun movie. It was, it was very bizarre, like watching the movie, and then I would get up to use the restroom, and I was just like, oh, oh ready to fight somebody. So, it was, it was a blast. So. Well, um, House of the Dragon, HBO is saying, uh, Sunday season finale, pulled in an audience of 9.3 million viewers, wow. making it the biggest HBO season finale since Game of Thrones. This includes both linear viewers who caught the episode during its four airings on HBO's cable channel and HBO's max streaming throughout the night. The finale was still not good enough to beat the show's own series high of 10.2 million viewers for episode two. I disagree with you guys. You you guys have basically come to a consensus that the ending sucked. Yeah, I agree. I, yeah. I loved it. Andy didn't watch it. But I we just, I felt like, I, Bobby probably agrees, that we didn't really build enough emotional connection with these characters for us to, like, care about. Like, it's sad. What happens at the end of season one, like, is shocking and gross and sad and so many, for many different reasons. Like, I haven't built this connection with, like yeah. with Ned. Like you, like you, you loved. You, like you, you when Ned, Ned. And, spoiler alert, end of season one, yeah. Game of Thrones. You're like, how could they do that? He's pivotal. He's an right. honorable man that has all that you could tell about. Like you could tell his family qualities. I don't, I don't know much about the people that were little watching boy in season or one. The best thing that boy, came yeah. out of that Luke. whole series that anyone actually was talking about was Negroni, Spagliato, with Prosecco in it. Yes, because you didn't watch the actual show. But I'm saying it didn't, nothing else really trended Bobby. out of the show, and the, I think was it interesting to people beyond that little weird moment. Well, and the foot fetish. And yeah, it was a weird thing. I, I agree with you, Sam. I think that there wasn't really enough time, like the time jumps made it really hard to connect with some of the characters because they were recasting little actors bit. and things like that. I, I thought, um, it felt a lot more uh, um, claustrophobic than Game of Thrones because it mo- mostly took place kind of in the same areas and the same set pieces. I-, I-, I thought like it was trying to shock you and surprise you in mm-hmm. ways that it weren't did. shocking or surprising because <laughs> you're kind of expecting to be surprised and shocked now. So 
I don't, I don't know if I, I mean, I, I'm still interested in seeing it and seeing where it goes, but I, I don't think it kind of lives up to its predecessor. I have to agree with Barstool Sports. Barstool Sports came to this conclusion. Uh, the King was the best character. Mm. I absolutely loved the King towards the end of it. I loved how he grew. Uh, he ended up having leprosy. That's a spoiler there for you. Uh, okay. And the way they made the leprosy look was really, really amazing. Was really so yeah, yes, you like the gruesome. Like... You like the gruesome bits. Yes, yes, yes. He's <laughs> old as old is old. Yes. His face is like rotting off. Uh -huh. Homeboy has no eye. No eye. Right. Yeah. And then Damon's like, <gasps> he was murdered. It's like. <laughs> <laughs> what? That's what you can't. That's your conclusion here. He was literally rotting that's in front fair. of you, and yeah, you think yeah. he was murdered? <laughs> spoiler alert. Anyway, not really a spoiler because, like, you know that that's where this is going. The whole the whole season is leading to his successor. So, anyway, his All right. succession. If you go will. ahead. Last story here Robert. before we. Oh, I can keep going here, but I want to make sure we have time to get to the Facebook group. But I we guess will. because we don't have a break, we can continue to just. I want through. Robert to yeah. tell us about this exciting, <laughs> fun show he watched. <laughs> uh, because of the popularity of the Netflix, see, popularity, hence fun. Uh, of Netflix. <laughs> popularity doesn't mean fun. Yeah. Is that what you thought in high school? It also doesn't well, mean yes. good. So you were the most fun person in high school? Well, very popular. Wait, so. what did you think of the series? We're talking about <laughs> Monster, Jeffrey Dahmer. Yes. Also, I think it was Bobby's very still tasteful. holding this balloon. I don't know what to do with it. You just put it in my hand. Also, to be fair, you can't just, like, throw it away. I, I can't I was, like, put it up. I can't. Yeah. Like, it'll Let it go. It'll go up to the lights. It's and it'll fine. Pile on the lights. Uh, that'll be fun. Bye bye. It'll be popular. <laughs> it looks in your hand. It's like I'm pretty. sure It's ink. It's like drying like ink. It's like fake blood. Uh, I have to say that the the, the doc series was very tasteful. I don't think it was done in such a way where it was just like it glorified. Well, why don't you, you know, read Jeffrey the story Dahmer. and tell us what the problem? She was just. She was, she was I asked, asked how he thought of it. Yes. I agree with you. Sorry. I don't think it really glamorized no, Jeffrey, I, 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 they, they, and I think it made job. you. I had a more of a connection to the victims in the Dahmer series than yes. I do to Game of Thrones or House oh, of the Dragon okay, okay. characters. <laughs> because of the popularity of the Netflix series about Jeffrey Dahmer, eBay is banning the sale of Dahmer's Halloween costumes. Yeah. So there you go. I think that's a story that's been trending for a couple weeks, actually. Mm -hmm. In fact, anything related to Dahmer has been banned on the site. eBay says it violates their company policy, which prohibits glorifying violent acts. The Ryan Murphy produced series had one of the had one of the 10 biggest debut weeks since uh, Nielsen started tracking streaming. At last check, um, at last check, you could still find Dahmer's costumes on Amazon and uh, the resale platform Mercari. Uh, Mercari, one of my favorite sites. Yeah, um, your favorite. Yeah, I was banned. Um, but yeah, you were banned. I was banned. I was banned. Yeah. Yeah, you were banned from Mercari. Yes. I, How many I, websites have you been banned from? Now? Several. 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 <laughs> <laughs> All right. But yeah, so I, Sorry I, about I, that. I, I hope no one's out there trying to go dress up as Jeffrey Dahmer. Even in the docu-series, someone did that. Uh, and the girl uh -huh. came and berated him. Right. And yeah. so like, why would you still watch, why, and like anyone in the right mind watch the whole show and then say, let me let me, let me me go try this. Well, Ron, thank God you already have your Jeffrey Dahmer costume. <laughs> yeah, oh, shut up. He has the glasses <laughs> I have my golden somewhere. glasses, which are very tasteful yeah, and okay. very classy, so yes. This Halloween, horror fans <laughs> and Hollywood historians have a chance to take some ultra-rare copies of classic thriller films home. More than 100 VHS tapes are now up for grabs during Heritage Auction's Horror Showcase Auction. We do a lot of Heritage Auction VHS you know, they, tapes. They stories, have don't a lot. We? They have a huge kind of publicity campaign. I guess so. Which, if you remember, we did that story about the video games a while back. Yeah. Which um, and the Back I mean, to the Future. Gonna... It's like they create the hype in order somehow for their right, things to, to be more valuable. The, yeah, it's very hmm. suspicious. Anyway, the collection includes some one-of-a-kind items, like an early copy of Sam Raimi's The Evil Dead, Steven Spielberg's Jaws, and one of the three Jaws. known Betamax copies of John Carpenter's original Halloween. 
The auction ends in five days. You can find the full list of tapes and put your own bid at ha.com. ha.com, huh? Heritage Auctions, Heritage not Hawaiian auctions, Airlines. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> Sam, uh, we talked about this last time we talked about Heritage, Heritage Auctions. Sam, you looked, real, you, just, you looked super into Jaws. I wanted to know what You were like straight you know up watching. Sam was, was Sam was watching Jaws <laughs> in that clip. I don't, I've <laughs> never <laughs> seen her more enthralled in B-roll than, than well, her. The hand was slipping. I'm like, okay, so it doesn't it's something to the mouth or something? Like, I don't, but then we Don't cut away. Sam has never seen Jaws. She saw Jaws for the first time right oh, here, show. baby. We all get to experience it together. <laughs> so does he fall in? Yeah, we can't spoil yeah, it. Ah, you gotta watch it. You can't yeah, spoil it. The B-roll cuts away right when his hand slips. I'm like, oh, darn it. <laughs> that happened to me a couple weeks ago when I was, I think I was doing entertainment. Uh -huh. and, and I think it was Courtney and Pedro and they mm. were talking and they tossed back to me and I was like, oh, because I was watching TV. I was just sitting there just like paying attention to it. Sometimes, like what first job me. prompter roller, sometimes you're like so into the story that you're yeah. like, oh shoot. I'm oh, I need to. <laughs> Samantha, <laughs> who's running that prompter? Are you, guys have, making you guys have any interest in watching the new Halloween? Not really. No? I'm, I'm not, I, if, I, if I was into the series, then obviously yes, I would like the closure, but. Jamie posted a cute little selfie with like a big billboard behind her. Aww. Like, go watch Halloween. It was just so cute. I have to go watch it. I, I, I can't believe you and Jamie Lee Curtis are on a first name basis. Yeah, yeah. I was just saying Jamie. <laughs> Jamie. Jamie posted Jamie a photo Lee. of <laughs> Just Jamie. <laughs> I, I truly, I truly was, thank you for explaining it. Because I was like, who on earth is Jamie? Lee <laughs> Curtis. Like, I, no, I know, but I mean, I don't know that enough that he would just call, J like, like it was one of his boys. <laughs> okay, raising girls or raising boys? Boys. Ma! Boys are said to be the toughest on parents, and there's no research, new research from the US and the Czech Republic finding that having a son ages your brain faster. <laughs> they studied more than 13,000 parents aged 50 and over and found that those who had a le at least one son experience a quicker cognitive decline compared to those who only have daughters. Researchers did not investigate what was to blame for the effect, but they suggest that daughters were more likely to care for aging parents and keep them healthier as they age. Oh, it's so self-serving. Well, it's, it's so that's what this is all about. What are you talking Saturday, about? Just older people want somebody to take care of them. That's well, why they, they have should. kids. It is your duty no, to agree. take care and of your parents. I think everybody should should take care of their yes. parents, man or woman. But I, I thought it would be more fun because boys are just like insane. But I feel like having a girl in my mind seems a lot more difficult than having a boy. Because I personally am a 10 year old boy. <laughs> and I find it very easy to entertain myself. Well, good. I have no insight. I'm an only child. <laughs> I have no I have no comparison to my brothers or sisters, so. Yeah. What do we got, Facebook group? Well, we have a minute, but. Well then, sure, let's do this one. New research shows the key to enjoying foods is ditching the cutlery. Those mm -hmm. silverware for anyone not from Canada. That's a theory being published by a scientist from the University of Oxford who says eating with our hands can heighten the dining experience. What a weirdo. <laughs> what a, this guy's a freak. Also, this B-roll. I know, this B-roll bizarre. How did we get this? Oh, stop! Some what are you doing? Press. I mean, a he professor does look like there he's says that it's true <laughs> even for meals like pasta and the always messy sauces. He says the Bro, fork, just eat a pizza. What he the says heck? The fork gets also, in the that way chicken is raw. And separates you oh, from your salmon. senses. Some people in Britain agree in a poll, 19% say they feel more relaxed when eating with their hands. This is so weird. It's like, and strange. like adult babies. But also, just like. Pasta with sauces? Can you imagine going to Moza and being just like, 
actually have, and that's why I'm never welcome back. You, you're banned from there. <laughs> yeah, I got 86. So, okay, Makari, you're 86th from, from Moza. Moza. Are you What's Tinder? Your, you're definitely Tinder. William Shatner's Twitter. Oh, yeah. Pop, what are you Club Penguin. Club Penguin? Club Penguin, ill. What are you doing there? Club DBA. <laughs> Nothing anymore. You got you got kicked out of DBA at Hollywood no, Island? Kidding. No, I haven't been kicked out of anything. The format, that's not true. Well, that place, but only that was only that night. That place near Fullerton. Oh. That burned down. JP23? No, no, Oh, no. oh, oh. The Cantina Lounge. Cantina Lounge. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if you know this, but one time you and me went to Balthazar in New York City and they gave us some egg, with, the egg oh, white no. got into the other part of the thing. I remember that. You threw a fit. Threw well, a it was because drink. of your allergy. Right, which, And I was know. like, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. Actually, I'm not that sorry. That's <laughs> what you said, yeah. yeah. You said, I did nothing yeah. wrong. Yeah. Not a thing, mm -hmm. okay? Yes. Time for the Facebook check-in. Facebook.com slash group slash KTLA5Live. If you've stuck with us through this marathon of a show so far, please join the Facebook group. Again, Facebook.com slash group slash KTLA5Live. Make your comments known. We'll get them in in the next four minutes. And we start with where? Brian, Brian Lyon says, come on, Samantha, you need to watch all the Jaws movies. You'll never look at sushi the same way. Nah. Something to do on your flight, your next flight. Watch no. a Jaws movie. Yeah. Cat Lyons has lived a much better life than Robert. Says, I didn't even know you could get banned from a website. <laughs> you know what I just watched on a flight? I just got back from DC. Um, I, I caught up on Great British Bake Off and they, one of the uh, competition was s'mores and they had never, I've seen this Sam in American Mark. movies, but I've never had a s'more. It just, it's always raining outside. You can't really, I just, I st I'm still dying from uh, the, the, the taco episode. The taco episode. Yeah, yeah. Mexican, still so yeah. funny. Taco. I watched taco. Call Me, I watched taco. Call me By taco. Your Name on the plane and cried. I loved it, so. Kay. Is that with Timothy Chalamet? Correct, yes, yes, yes. And another cannibal. <laughs> Brian Garcia says supposedly that ref and Mike Evans both went to Texas A&M and the ref took down Evans' phone number to pass on to a golf pro so the golfer could get Evan, give Evans golf lessons. Whether this is true or not, the explanation is odd. On a brighter note, Rob's pasta and calamari look yes, good. Yes, it's so good. good. Yes, it was very good. Mark says... Wait, a little confused. How does that work then? Uh, when you take multiple trips with your friend X, somehow I think he's not a friend X anymore? I suppose he's a travel buddy now? A Frex? There you go. A Frex. Frex. Yeah, very good, Brian. A Frex. <laughs> Love that. That's true. It's a travel buddy. We'll leave it at that. Yes, Jane. Now that they got the Hollywood sign nice, clean, and shiny, can they do the same for the city? <laughs> yeah, it's all very much, pay no attention to everything down below, but we Man. did paint the sign white. I said that this weekend after getting back from DC. I'm like, wow. There's so much trash in Los Angeles. Like, yeah. just go through the power washer. Also, the whole city. The whole city, yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, that took a month. To paint the Hollywood To paint it side. white. Yeah. yeah. I could get you some guys that haven't done in, in a couple the hours. better part of a Hanging couple hours. Yeah. The, the... A month? Yeah. A month. It's one color. Yeah. I know. <laughs> they don't like, even have what? to tape anything. Well, it says, yeah. says Ramsbrouse. Yeah. <laughs> Ramsbrouse. Uh, Jorge says, that must have been a brave baby, didn't cry at all. Are we talking about Robert's boyfriend? Oh, <laughs> perhaps. <laughs> 20 minutes late is better than no minutes live. Happy Wednesday. Oh, good. Happy We're Wednesday. glad you think so. Oscar says, I ran into Andy out in the wild this weekend, but I failed to get a selfie with him. I was too starstruck. What? Wow. So, where was get this? Get out of here. This is at Descanso. And, and Oscar came up to me and he was with a group of friends. He said hi. And we were kind of in passing. And he's like, hey, just want to say hi. I'm a big fan. And I was like, oh my God, that's so nice. Thank you. And we said hi, Oscar, Andy, you know, Bob. From met. our show? But he didn't, he didn't sp say specifically that he, he was a fan of Five Live. And I was, I'm even happier to know that. And that was really, Because you've been really doing awesome. weather a lot. I've been doing weather. So you and thought I, maybe and it I was thought, that? Yeah, I don't know. Who knows? I didn't know what. But it was really sweet. So thank you for saying hi. Have you ever been recognized? Uh, not by any fans, mostly no, by uh, private investigators. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> yeah. 
Wow. Yeah. Congrats, I, it, Andy. That's very cool. Thank you. I also don't leave my house, so. Well, you would definitely, because every time I go out, it's only just so that I can get recognized. And I say, who, me? Me. No, I don't really. Uh, and then here we go is the photo that we posted earlier. Yes. Here's all of us in flip side, which makes us look strange and weird. And Lindsay says, why do I feel the higher-ups are messing with the signal, hoping we'll eventually lose interest so they can slowly phase out oh, the show? Oh, no. <laughs> do they know here. we just sit here refreshing the app, hoping it'll magically come on. And Paul says, yeah, I can't believe I have my TV on a black screen for 70 minutes. Oh, years. my, oh my God. You guys are the best. I, we just have to say, I wanted to read that on, on camera because that is so sweet. And, and we will absolutely send that to our bosses saying, like, Thank you all so much Delete. for being a part of the show. Yeah. And making, you know, because we know that you guys really are <laughs> a part of the family. Our boss has a rule on Outlook so that all the in, all the mail from Andy goes directly into the trash. <laughs> so you Spam have to send folders. So maybe I'll send it. Right. We've also been banned from his email. Yeah. See you tomorrow, guys. Bye. We'll see you on Bye. the 5 p.m. too. Don't go anywhere.